Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're talking about the command of Christ, hear God's voice. In this episode, we want to talk about practically how do we do it? How do we hear God's voice. So before we jump into this episode, I want to go over our verse that we derive our command from, and that's Matthew 11, starting in verse 15. Jesus says, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Gabe, do you want to start us into this episode? Well, I think when we talk about hearing God's voice, one of the incredibly important passages that we should go to is John 10, which um, talks about us as believers being sheep that know the voice of a shepherd, us mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. the voice of God. Um, it says in John 10, 4 through 5, it says, And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know, know his, his voice. voice. Yeah. So God wants us as his people to know his voice. He wants us to be sheep that know the voice of our shepherd. We as children of God should know the voice of our heavenly father. It goes on and says, He goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. And then in um, John 10, 14 through 15, it says, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Um, You know, Jesus said in John 10, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And you see here the relationship and the interaction between the sheep and the shepherd, mm-hmm. and how God wants us to have this relationship and interaction with him, mm-hmm. that we would be sheep that know the voice of our shepherd. But as we talked about in a previous episode, how do you get to know someone's voice? Right. Well, you get to know their voice by listening to their words. Mm-hmm. And as we spend time in the word of God, we begin to get to know God's voice. We be, it, like, it tunes our heart to be sensitive to him and to his promptings because you get to know someone's voice by listening to their words, but but here when it's talking about my sheep hear my voice and I know them, they follow me, and us experiencing this intimacy with the Lord, it's not just like an intellectual knowing of his voice. That's it's not right. just like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. It's like an intimate experiential knowing where we've spent time with him, we've spent time in his word, mm-hmm. and we've gotten to know his voice. I think of this this story. Um, so my wife um, grew up on kind of a kind of a hobby farm, and for a while her family had sheep when she was quite young. And um, so they had these sheep, but one day, uh, the sheep escaped out of their pen, um, and so they were all going all over the place. It was bad, but <laughs> no. But there were all these sheep, and they were kind of going all over the place. And um, um, her dad had 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 wasn't was gone. Had gone to um, I think some meetings early in the morning, and so he wasn't there. And so so um, her her uh, mom and siblings were trying to corral the sheep and, and and keep them you know off the road, and they just weren't listening. I mean, they could not get them corralled back into a pen, and so. Um, mom called dad and was like, hey, the, the, the sheep are out. What should I do? And dad said, well, just keep them off the road and I'll come back as soon as I can. And so they're just trying to keep the sheep crowd and keep them off the road. Well, her dad got back as soon as he could and, and he goes and he goes over to the pen and, and he opens the gate and he said one word, Greta. Well, Greta <laughs> was the name of the lead sheep. Uh-huh. Now, remember her dad 
was kind of like the shepherd with the sheep. The, her dad was the one that would feed the sheep and care for them and interact with them. So they had interacted with him. They knew his voice. They didn't necessarily know the voice of her mom or the voice of her siblings, but they knew the voice mm-hmm. of her dad because he had been the shepherd. They had interacted with him. Mm-hmm. And so when he said Greta, when the lead sheep heard the voice of the mm-hmm. shepherd, the voice he knew, that, they, that she knew, that the sheep went right in and all mm-hmm. the other sheep followed and they marched into the pen and he closed it. Wow. And... It, I think that's such a good picture that as we interact with the Lord Jesus Christ as our good shepherd, as his sheep, we get to know his voice. Right. And this word know, Gabe, I think that you're referring to is in the Greek, it's gnosko, which is like you're saying, it's not just this intellectual head knowledge of, oh, yeah, I know about that. Or say, you know, I was to name a celebrity and you might say, yeah, I know about them. But no, we're actually talking about an experiential no. Like when someone, if someone would say, well, do you know Laura Payne? That's my wife. I'd be like, of course I know Laura Payne. Like I know Laura Payne. Like I've lived with her. I know her. I, you know, it's, it's that experiential knowledge and knowing. And that's what we're talking about. And I think that's what Jesus is getting at when he shares or gives commands. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. So, but practically Gabe, what, how do we fulfill this command? And every command, any command that Jesus gives, we can't do it. It has to be Christ in us. And as we surrender and yield to Christ in us, what are some practical things that we can do um, that will allow God, that will, will allow us to hear God's voice more clearly? And I think one of the number one, I know this is really basic, but it's very important. One of the number one things that we have to do if we want to hear God's voice is we have to take time to listen. And and one of the ways that we do that, the most important way we do that is by spending time in God's word. But I want to make an emphasis on taking the time. Gabe, we are in such a busy do it now, must have right now culture that in order to hear God, we literally have to say no to some of those things. Mm -hmm. We have to put down the cell phone. We have to put aside the laptop. We have to pull out the earbuds. We have to shut the TV off. You know, it's, it's like this. If the president of the United States, if I was going to be, you know, having a meeting with the president of the United States, I would do everything in my power to prepare and to get ready because that is very important. That would be very important. I'd be honored to, to have a meeting with that, with, with him. And well, how much more if we want to hear the voice of the creator of you, me, the universe, and not only that, but the one who gave his life for us so that we could have a relationship with God. That would be Jesus Christ. And so, um, Gabe, taking the time, and one of the reasons why the word of God is so important, and I think it's this is neat, it's in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. I'm going to read it. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. 
what's interesting about this verse, Gabe, is that that phrase given by inspiration, I looked it up and in the Greek, literally, or what it means is, is breathed in. And kind of, I was thinking, I was like, how cool is that? Because what are God's words? They're breathed out. You know, I think of when God created the world in Genesis, you know, one through two, God's speaking. He's, you know, declaring and he's breathing out words, if you will. And it's just like, whoa, we have an opportunity to hear directly from God when we spend time in his word. I think another thing, Gabe, is, um, and we've, we've touched on this in the past is, you know, we're not talking about just hearing audibly. Um, We're talking about hearing with an understanding heart. And this is directly connected with Solomon's request. And, And this would kind of go into the second practical thing is we need to ask God to give us an understanding heart or a hearing heart. This is what Solomon's request was. It's, it's in first Kings three, nine, Um, Solomon says, give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may be, that I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this, thy so great a people. And the word in the Hebrew there gave is Shema, which means basically to listen, hear. And what and that just blows my mind that that was the number one thing that Solomon wanted from God was a hearing and a listening heart. And God wants to give us a hearing and listening heart to hear from him. And I love what you said there about how all scripture is given by inspiration of God. The whole Bible is God breathed. So when mm-hmm. we go to the word, we're going to hear from God. I think sometimes people say, oh, well, I just need some special inspiration to get in the word. Or I need to be inspired. You know, I need to be inspired to get <laughs> yes. in the word. Well, guess what? The inspiration's here. It's here. Right? It's the inspiration to hear God's voice has That's been right. given. Right? God's inspired word stirs us to say, wow, God's word is inspired. God wants to speak to us in his word, Mm -hmm. and that stirs us to get into his word. And so I think we have to ask the question, like, what hinders us? Mm -hmm. What holds us back? What keeps us from hearing God's voice? And um, as we're talking about hear God's voice, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. What keeps us from hearing from the Lord? And and, and there can be different things, but I want to look at three things I think that that can really hinder us. One of them is just simply busyness. And you kind of touched on this one earlier is it's just the busyness of life, is sometimes we get so caught up in the busyness of life that we don't take time to turn aside and to get into the Word and to hear from God, right? Because to hear from someone takes spending time with them. That's right. And so we get caught up in the busyness and we don't spend time with them. I think sometimes people have, you know, their, their, their earbuds in, their cell phone out, and they're living life in the fast lane going 180 miles an hour, and they're like, man, I don't feel like God ever speaks to me. Mm. But, you know, the reality is so often it's not that we're not, he's not speaking, it's that we're not listening. And just like you said, sometimes it takes setting the phone aside, pulling out the earbuds, turning aside from the distraction, opening the word of God, mm-hmm. and seeking his face. It has to be a priority. We have to prioritize. That's right. We have to make time to seek him. Um, it's not just going to happen. We have to, we have to actively pursue relationship. We have to actively pursue growing and deepening our relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord through spending time in his word. We're always having to turn aside from something to seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, Corey Tenboom said, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so true. And so sometimes one of the things that hinders God's vo- us from hearing God's voice is we get caught up in the busyness of life. That's right. Um, and I think another thing that can hinder us from hearing God's voice is blockage. When we have hidden sin in our life, areas and things that God's touched on in our life that he wants us to deal with, and we're refusing to deal with it. Right. Because sometimes people are like, oh, I don't feel like God speaks to me. I just don't feel like I ever hear from him. 
But then you're like, okay, well, is there any areas that you've not said yes to the Lord? Well, yes, there are some right. areas that he's touching on. Oh, so God is speaking to you about those areas that he wants to deal with. And, and so the, 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 the point is, is that we need to respond to what he's already speaking to us. Mm-hmm. He's convicting us by his spirit of sin that needs to be dealt with. And when we deal with that sin, it actually, we allow the Lord to deal with that in our life. Then it frees us up. It removes the blockage. It'd be kind of like if I was trying to have a conversation with you right now, but I had earplugs in. You could be speaking, but I wouldn't be listening because of the, I, I would be, right. I wouldn't be hearing. I wouldn't have ears to hear because I would have the earplugs in. Right. So I need to take those earplugs out so that I can hear from you. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's like that with the Lord too, that we need to allow the Lord to deal with the sin in our life that is hindering us and yes. holding us back. Pull out the blockage. Right. right. And one major area of blockage can actually be bitterness. Mm-hmm. And that's the third thing is I think when we harbor and hold on to bitterness, it hinders us and holds us back from hearing from the Lord. So wow. sometimes it's the busyness of life. Sometimes it's the blockage of hidden sin or sometimes it's the bitterness. And I believe God wants to deal with those things in our life and that we would so that we could turn away from the busy things of life, get into his word, seek his face and hear from him. I love that, Gabe. Those three B's would be good to write down and to carry with us. Now, how do we talking on a practical level how do we have an ear to hear god's voice number one gabe is we have to be saved saved from what (laughs) saved from the thing that's keeping us from hearing at all and that's our sin that's our fallen nature we need a relationship with jesus like you know if if you're for our listeners, you know, if you're, if you're not born again, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, if you haven't given him full control and invited him into your heart, recognized your sin, confessed your sin, and given your life over to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you can't hear. You won't hear God's voice. And even if you read God's word, it's not really even going to make sense or really have application to you. But one of the first steps of getting to hear God's voice is by surrendering and yielding your life to the Lord through salvation. It's through being born from above, as Jesus told Nicodemus, that we can perceive and we can understand the spiritual things. I think of the Garden of Eden, Gabe, Adam and Eve in Genesis. This was one of the one of the things that happened to them after they sinned in Genesis 3 was they got separated from God. They got kicked out of the garden. And one of the negative sides to that was they weren't hearing God's voices frequently. And instead they were listening to Satan's voice. Exactly. They were listening to the serpent. And what caused them to get kicked out of the garden was because they were listening to another voice. And it was the voice of the devil. And which is which is amazing. So the importance that I'm trying to bring out of here is in order to restore that intimacy, you know, scripture says before the fall, God walked with Adam and Eve, you know, in the cool of the day, how cool that was that just that they could be talking to one another and they could audibly even be hearing the voice of God. Well, they, they lost that ability. And one of the big ways they lost that ability was after their sin was to be able to really hear and sense him through their spirit and that's in a lot of ways the level that we hear god's voice is through our spirit it's god's spirit communicating with our spirit 
Romans 8, 16 says, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If we don't have God's spirit living within our spirit, we won't hear God's voice. The second thing, Gabe, is not only do we need to be saved, but we also need to be in the process of growing in our walk with the Lord. Some people call it sanctification. But the idea here is if you do have ears to hear that have been given to you by the power of the Holy Spirit, they're God's ears in many ways to hear. We have to cultivate or grow those ears. And the number one way to do that is by spending time with God, listening to his voice. And as we spend time with him and as we spend time in his word, it like it tunes our heart to hear from him. Yeah. I remember one time years ago going to a, a, a concert that was um, where it had been like a music class for people that were learning violin and cello and stuff like that. And at the end of the week, they would have a, a concert performance with the violins and the cellos and the different stringed instruments. And I, they were getting ready for the concert. It was before it was going to start. Everybody's still kind of talking and milling around a little bit and getting in position. And everybody's playing their instruments and whatever. And, 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 and you know, I thought, I mean, they were, t- I think they were tuning their instruments. I could have clapped. I thought it sounded great. In, in other words, I don't know a lot about music. But, 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 but the, the conductor was sitting up there. And as they were tuning their instruments and doing those things, he stood up. He walked over to one of the violins and he tweaked the tuner a little bit. And he went back and sat down. Whoa. And I thought, whoa, like his, his ear, he must have listened to so much of, so he's so familiar. Obviously, he's the conductor. He's one of the leaders of the class. He had listened to so much music that he got to know it so well that he could hear when it was slightly out of tune. Wow. And I think God wants us to, well, I know God wants us to saturate our life in his, in his word to tune our heart with his heart. So if there's any area of our life that's out of tune with him, we recognize it because our heart and our ear mm-hmm. is in tune with him through spending time with his word. I think of what Hudson Taylor said. Hudson Taylor said, do not have your concert first and then tune your instrument afterwards. Begin the day with the word of God and prayer and first of all into harmony with and and get first of all into harmony with him wow and so god wants us to first of all get our heart in line with his heart through Mm -hmm. spending time in his word and tuning our ear to hear from him and then that sets us to then um walk with him throughout the day and be sensitive to his promptings throughout the day when we allow his word to tune our ear Mm -hmm. to tune our heart to hear from him that's good gabe and for our listeners how valuable is hearing god's voice to you it won't be valuable at all if you don't have a relationship with him. But if you do have a relationship with him and his spirit lives within you, how valuable is it to you to hear from him on a daily basis and even a moment by moment basis? And you know, really how valuable that is to you is going to be determined by what you sacrifice to hear God's voice. So in other words, We're going to have to set things aside. We're going to have to make purposeful time to spend time in God's word, shutting out the other noises, the other things, the other voices, if you will, and just tuning in to hear the voice of the Lord. And we do that through getting alone into the word of God and seeking God through his word. So our next episode is going to be our final episode on the command of Christ to hear God's voice. And we hope that you join us then as we conclude um, some of our thoughts on how to apply this command to our lives. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform 
so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.